This podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. This week on the Matrassin Podcast. Brock Lesnar will defend the Universal title at SummerSlam. Kurt Angle plays devil's advocate with Brock Lesnar. The Viper goes psycho. And Bad Luck Fale shares his thoughts on the Bullet Club. Fuck him! Turn it to 11. It's time to take it to the max. Podcast episode 175 with Darcy Dangerously along with the best heel in the business, the butcher, and the podcast machine slash knowledge champion Mike Larkin. Well done, Mike. I'm predicting eight out of eleven matches at not so extreme rules. Uh, butcher and I both got seven. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you something right now. I hated that fucking pay per view. I think everybody did. They're friggin' counting down like it's the Royal Rumble in the main event between oh, Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins. Like, what the fuck? I got so pissed off. Me too. I'm like, these guys are working their asses off, and then here we go. Like, what the fuck? We don't want Roman mm-hmm. in the main event. All right, it's Seth Rollins. Let's fucking ruin it anyway. Mm-hmm. Fucking dickheads. Yeah. Goddamn. The people of, uh... oh, God, where the hell were they last <laughs> That's how appalled, how appalled were you with that Iron Man match? <sighs> yeah, I, I just, I've got no idea what, 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 what they were thinking there. It was just as if they forgot that the, the two guys in the ring were probably two of the best workers and capable of putting on one of the the match of the year, and they just, it's, it's almost <clears throat> like there was a restriction. Mm. Way too many falls. It was just, it was, it was terrible. It was so bad. It was so bad. Man, I just got to say this right now. And then you also got Jeff Hardy losing in six seconds to Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, at least, we, at, least, at least they had a good rematch. Oh, yeah. And then Randy Orton friggin' is trying to rip dog on Jeff oh. Hardy's ear. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how you book Randy. That's how you mm-hmm. book Randy. That's how you book the Viper. I got it. I got to tell you something right now. If Matt Hardy's on that Twitter machine talking about, you know, talking about Brother Nero and Jeff's talking about being broken, I would love to see it. We're talking about we'll find out why. Do something like an ultimate deletion. I don't know what the heck they're going to do. Put Jeff and Matt back together and put Bray Wyatt, like you mentioned, Butcher, like to see Bray turn on mm-hmm. Matt. Put him in I ring. Think, I think they're doing it. I think they're doing it. Um, that, that's, I, I personally think Bray is going to join the BT. I think that I think that will happen. I do think that will happen. And um, the, the 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 two of them are over. The two of them are over. The crowd like them. Oh, they're super. The crowd over. like them. Um, I well, think it's a decent way of saving Bray. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, I mean, look at Bray. There's Bray doesn't look like he's he's the guy that was cured in in the water again anymore, does he? Nope, he does not. He's got he's got that sadistic look again in his face. You know, and um, they're going to have the titles. He'll join the B team, and I think with with someone like Bo and McGillicuddy, I think it could push Bray back in the right direction. I think I like what they're doing with Jeff in terms of yeah, he's he's he's, he's riddles. He's, do you know what? I was sat there the other day and I thought, fuck you know, you could cast Jeff Hardy as the Riddler. Very true. Well, what and about- he'd be superb. He'd be superb. What about the fact where Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt, you know, they were formerly in the Wyatt family together. Why don't you put Bray and Randy against the Hardy Boys? Because he burned his house down. I know that, down. but we're, we're supposed to forget <laughs> you know I mean? the fact that he burned his well, house. I mean, yeah, but, but the ashes. You know what I mean? True. Sister Abigail. Sister Abigail's he, he never, He's never going to forgive that, is he? Come on, Mike. Come I on, know. Mike. I'm, try- I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be. <laughs> Okay, because the, well, they don't know what the hell they're doing with Randy Orton, and you know, the, you know, you're well, gonna find out in time. I'm like, well, what, what the- will they do in terms of Jeff's mentioning broken? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Him and, and Matt, and, he, and then you've got blank. Matt. Yes, yeah, and he did. So, mm-hmm. what would you do? Would is Matt gonna come to SmackDown or? See, that's a tough one. That's what I'm saying. Like if they, like I said, if there's a hint at a reunion, I could definitely see Matt coming to SmackDown. Get Bray involved. Get Randy involved. I'm just trying to like think. Of Do you know why it makes sense? Good. The fact that Sanity's there. Yes. That, that, I think that's. I think that's the main reason you've got the bar. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't SmackDown be decent then as a, as a for tag teams? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, was it last year? Um, we had, uh... A couple of trades after SummerSlam, shortly after the shakeup. Yes. So we could trade. Uh, yeah, the last, that's Bray. why I think that's why I've gone with uh, the um, Alistair Black thought. Oh. Is I, I really don't want it, but well, we do have a new NXT champion, and his name is Tommaso Ciampa. It's not. It's not a spoiler if WWE posted themselves. Exactly. Having said yep. having said that, WWE are bastards. <laughs> I wanted to enjoy yeah. that moment. Um, I, w- I mean, I would have liked to see Alistair Black have a bit of a longer run as champion, but, I mean, Champa's momentum is unstoppable. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, yeah. it's bad timing for Black, but it's perfect timing for Champa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But how long till Champa drops it to Gargano? Because I think that was the other... That's always been the plan, hasn't it? Yeah, that, that's got to be the payoff to this feud. Oh, yeah, that's why I got to go Gargano wins it at Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I've got to be honest, though, guys, right? I've got to be honest. Last week's promo with Gargano, it sucked ass. Mm. I'm he, no longer Johnny Wrestling. He He's can't gone. win the title. He can't win the title. I just thought this sucks. It's really, I, don't, I don't like this promo. This is, this is, this is bad. Well, speaking of promos, uh-huh. we did have a great promo this week. The Velveteen Dream. He wanted that ambiance. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Match of the year. They Philadelphia. Said my name. New Orleans. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Excellence. How people. the fuck did Excellence. this guy not win tough enough? There you go. I don't know. I mean, I'm glad yeah, he, I, WWE wouldn't allow it. I'm glad he didn't. Do you know anyway, why? Because, uh, Do you know why? Why? Can why? I be? Can I be politically correct? Because he was black. 
Whoa. I mean, well, I'm, it, I'm glad fuck, he didn't win fuck. it. I'm glad he, sure, I'm glad he didn't win it because you know? tough enough winners have no that's, success rate. That's Easy. not me because as people know, I I I I adore um other races, mm-hmm. but the politically incorrect world and the political incorrectness that is business today mm-hmm. won't allow it. You know, that that's that's just I mean it's just the way it is. Speaking of the the locker room is divided this week with the return of well reinstatement of Hulk Hogan. Ooh. Oh fuck Hulk Hogan. Seriously, that that that's the worst. That's the worst news that I heard this week. Uh, I I can't I can't fathom that man anywhere near. I can't I can't I can't. I'm sick of people saying, Kirkendall, mean you you don't want to fall out with me again. <laughs> you really don't. You, 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 I'm sure you're trying to piss on my parade, calling yourself the best deal in the business. And me, I told you, no, you don't go there. You know you're out of your depth with me. We're, we're, we're okay now. We're okay. I'll call upon you if I need someone to shine me shoes. Okay? But you know, you know exactly. You know what I mean? I mean, come on, guys. Oh, fucking Hogan, the GOAT. Oh, no. fuck yourselves. No, thank the you. The guy was overrated. Overrated. He fell in place at a time where a business needed a superhero, like Superman. Right? Macho Man Randy Savage made Hulk Hogan exist. Helped, could I say. Elizabeth helped Hulk Hogan exist. Andre the Giant, right place, right time to make Hulk Hogan exist. Sergeant Slaughter, Iraq against, no, Iran against USA, right place, right time. Eric Bischoff, right place, right time. Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, right place, right time. Do you honestly believe the NWO would have been as successful as it was without Scott Hall and Kevin Nash? No. What the fuck? Coach Hulk Hogan, hashtag overrated. I think Titus O'Neil and the New Day feel your very same sentiments because they were not hard as well. Fucking overrated, man. Look at the guy can't the guy can't couldn't wrestle to save his life. It's the same shit every time in terms of promo. The guy believes his own hype. And and, and people follow his coat you know what I mean? Just they follow his coattails. The man the man's a nobody, in my opinion. A nobody. I, I can I can name people in the business that that guy it, it, he as he, he wouldn't he would not let people he he was the John Cena of the 80s and the 90s. You were not allowed. You were not allowed to be... And, and the 2000s. And the 2000s. You were not allowed to be over. Your Guerreros, your, your Benoits, your Mysterios, they weren't allowed to exist in a WCW. In, in WWE, 
your Ultimate Warriors wasn't allowed to have his fucking, you know what I mean? That big one. Mm-hmm. Your Macho Man Randy Savages weren't allowed to have that that big one. He he had so much pull. Jake Roberts's Ra- <laughs> Pipers. Andre the Giant. Andre the Giants. You know what I mean? Sergeant Slaughter was fucking superb in that rivalry with, you know, the Iran thing. But, I mean, are you not unhappy that this guy is... I'm not sure whether I'm more pissed off with the fact that he's going to come back to the WWE in some capacity or the fact that they're inducting him. A shamed person, right? That They're inducting him after race, racial remarks. Now, I don't care in what context he says them racial remarks were phrased. His daughter's got a black boyfriend. He doesn't mind black people. You still used racial slurs. Okay? And it was the context of the racial slurs that, do you know what I mean? The way he said it. So... In, in the way that he said it, I would say you're not too fond of black people. And it's public knowledge that in the business in the 80s and the 90s, certain black people were not liked by Hulk Hogan. You know? So I, 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 que- I question the, you know what I mean, putting him back into the WWE Hall of Fame where... That there's there's people that have not allowed, been allowed to be in the Hall of Fame. What for for getting a gash out <laughs> for doing a job when when a certain Sonny got inducted. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't particularly support anything to do with Hulk Hogan. Um, and I hope he falls flat on his face. Yeah. Should I uh, play your music at this bit? Yeah. All right, play the music. Okay. <laughs> There's no time for the guy at all. Oh. He's, he's a walking monstrosity. Butcher's Company got the killing bastard. Which has got the old Iron Sheik feel about it. Hulk Hogan, fuck you, and ha- but don't yeah. have it today. Yeah, that's it, man. I'll fuck you in the ass. <laughs> I'll make you humble. You know what I mean? I'll break your back. <laughs> I play Iron Sheik's music. <laughs> that, that could be that could be my new music. <laughs> I'll make you humble. I'll break your back, cock and doll. But I didn't rock him. I didn't rock his attitude. He was a punk. Uh-huh. I can break his fucking back. Break wow. his back, make him humble, and then fuck his ass. Wow, speaking of yes. yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of fuck, bad luck Fale. Fuck you, fuck him. Fuck them. Well, you know what? We knew it was going to happen. We knew it was going to happen, and it doesn't look like they're going down the down the road of a. Uh, it looks like it's definitely Tonga that's the leader, isn't it? Yeah, and mm-hmm. we know now. And so we should be. I like the fact that we knew exact right from the start where Farley stood. They were they weren't going to drag it out. So oh, you don't know what side he's going to choose. Oh, we know exactly what side he's on. Um, I wasn't going to watch that press conference, but 
the timing is all fucked up on the uh, New Japan schedule with the time differences. So I thought it started half nine, so I got up ready for it. Shit, I got another hour. Right, what, what else can I watch? Press conference. All going well. Valet comes up. Fuck him. And I love Hangman Page's response. Just gets up. Really? Fuck him. Fuck him. That's all you gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> I just, just, you know what? And that's it. And the the the, the wrestling world is kind of like blew up because there's like a divide amongst. You know, I mean, you've got the divide against of, of, of the obviously the factions, yeah, and the the people moving over to different factions, but it has officially, div, div, you know what I mean, divided the fan base. I I I am hundred <laughs> percent with the firing squad, hundred percent. Well, I mean, you, I love the firing squad, man. You've been saying for a long time, Bullet Club's kind of lost its identity, and it's they stale. need to get back to being heels. Firing yeah, squad it's definitely stale. heals. Everyone walking around as if they're fucking all they're all they're all uber faces. The bullet club the bullet club became very much the same as what DX became in the two thousands. The DX had lost their do you know what I mean, their R rated label. And then they became all about selling T shirt Co- corporate 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 kiss asses. Yeah. Corporate kiss asses. They became yes people. There were, because it became a public limited company, DX were no longer allowed to freaking, you know, drop freaking pipe bombs on freaking mics and, you know, wear thongs and crotch shots and freaking, you know what I mean? Have strippers and talk about <laughs> shit like that. And Bullet, Bullet Club became exactly the same thing. Exactly the same thing. But it's, but it's nice to see that New Japan have probably identified and thought, you know what? Gorillas of Destiny are fucking red hot. Do you know what I mean? As soon as Tamatonga, you know what I mean, did that fucking amazing, amazing promo. You know, could, could someone repeat it for me? Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> you know? And, you know, and, you know, his, his brother in, in the match, um, uh, Wrestle Kingdom 11. Mm-hmm. What did he say? Eat shit, motherfucker. Eat shit, motherfucker. Is is that you the know? name of his new finisher? I'm sure they called it the ES. Well, yeah. And, ES, the <laughs> yeah, eat shit. Yeah. <laughs> going, oh, we can't got, say um, what the actual name is, but I think it's ES. And then you've got Tamatonga. <laughs> you know, the, the man, this man is so close to my heart, man. I tell you, oh. I, I'm, I'm, I'm buying, going to buy the T-shirt. I, I'm going I'm to everything. Me, me, Bullet Club can go fuck themselves. Bully Club are done and dusted, man. It's all about the Tongan hit squad. And it was just that amazing promo round when he was sitting there with his bowl of pork and, you know, cabbage. And and then, you know, you need people like me so you can point the finger and say, that's the bad guy. I thought, yes, you, man, you have won my heart. <laughs> and then all I wanted to hear was someone in the background going, run past to go, come on, Pelican. And that was it. Yes. You know, I, I just thought, you know what? This, this was on point. It was on point. WWE can suck a monkey's dick. They could never in a million years book anything like that. 
No. Never. Never. So out of their depths. And this isn't necessarily my opinion, but I can see how people would look at Tamatonga and think, that's what Roman Reigns should be. Because he looks like him. He's got that look. He's got the same sort of attire. Mm-hmm. And people want Roman Reigns to turn heel. I can just imagine that's the kind of heel he could be. I just think Tamatonga's a bad man inside and out. He is. Yes, perhaps a bad yes. man. You need people He's... like me so you can point the finger and go, that's the bad guy. Tamatonga is Roman Reigns and Jason Momoa's love child. That's all I want now. <laughs> I mean, I've always been against the remake of Scarface, but if we're going to do a remake of Scarface, let's just do it with Tongans. Tamatonga, lead part, man. I'm telling you, he's the lead man. Why don't I you stick it. your head in your ass? See if it you know what I mean, have him sat in his bed and his and his missus is I don't know. Let's just have a man dressed up like a woman. His missus can be your Kenny Omega. Alve, Alve, come on. It's okay. She'll be back. <laughs> oh, come I on, Pelican. Gotta say one thing about Kenny Omega, man. And this kind of ties in because Jay White has been killing it, beating Okada, and just been killing it so far in the G1. I'd yeah. love to see Kenny Omega and Jay White at Wrestle Kingdom for that title. I think it's a tough one, you know. I think I, I think I, I thought like last month, I thought it was quite easy for me to go with Ibushi, mm-hmm. as I thought Ibushi may turn heel um, and stab Kenny in the back, you know, showing Kenny's weakness. Um, I don't believe it will be Cody now. Um, unless Cody's a plant, do you know what I mean? To show weakness, I don't know. I, I really don't know. But I, a part of me would like to see Tamatonga and Omega. Yeah, I think they're going to more towards Tonga taking the United States title. Um, well, and putting the tag titles on. I don't. I don't know because the Grillers of Destiny. You know what I mean. Well, Omega's pretty much said that if, if he wins G1, he's going to pick Tamatonga for uh, Wrestle Kingdom. You know. Um, but so yeah, I mean, Jay White's got... definitely been the MVP so far. Yeah, that's what I mean. You've got, you've got Jay White. Okada is basically on a slump. Yeah, he had no points. You know. So, I, could we see a heel turn by Okada? i got to ask a question about Could Okada. We... What, what the fuck's with the balloons? I don't get the balloons either. <laughs> I don't, know I don't get a card. I don't get a card. E. I'm definitely in Harold Hunter the Third's corner. I have always considered Okada very boring. He's very much lost his identity um, since losing that title. I just, I, I didn't think he had an identity with it, with it does. To be honest with you, when I look, you know, when when I when I look how they how they treat him as like a wrestling god. I never actually believed he was that much better than. Well, I, I knew you knew I didn't think he was as good as Omega. Oh yeah. I thought I certainly when I see the likes of Cody Rhodes go in there, I think I'm looking. I'm looking at his style and I'm looking at even people in the WWE and I'm thinking, you're not as good as they think you are. Is he better than Rollins? No, I don't believe he is. You know, and that's why I'm thinking. But based on his run. You have to respect his achievements. Oh yeah, because he's clearly is. Do you know what I mean? A big deal in Japan. I think it's. I think his his run in New Japan's coming to an end, and I think very very soon you will see him sign with WWE. I do think that 
because of his his best friend is his best friend is none other than Shinsuke Nakamura. And I, and I think he'd have less of identity no. there as he does now. Hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's impact. It's, it'll be it, it would be impact version two. Oh, I'm I'm not going there yet. But I gotta <laughs> just I gotta just say this one thing. Sasha tells Bailey I love her. HLA 2018. Where's Eric Bischoff when you need him? Butcher, Sasha and Bailey. Bailey, I love you. Fuck Sasha and Bailey. <laughs> Do you know it was more like the Barney I love you. I love you. Love you. <laughs> I love you. I mean, you love me. I mean, it's <laughs> it's PG, so we're not going to get HLA. So I I honestly don't know where they're going. I mean, maybe it's not going anywhere. Maybe it's just you know best friends, BFFs, love each well, other. Well, I would, pay, I, but I would pay to watch the movie. <laughs> 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 yes. Let's just clarify that right now. I mean, yeah. just... I mean, I looked at a picture. I looked. I'm not a ba- Bailey's biggest fan, but I'm definitely a big fan of Bailey's biggest asset, and that's your ass. We're, we're quite lucky Ventrusa isn't booking, because God knows what I'd be on that poll. Can I be honest oh, with God. you? Bro? <laughs> Can I be honest with you, bro? Bro, 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 bro. Come at me, bro. Come on, bro. Yo, we're gonna put a double ended on the poll, bro. Whoa. Oh, Week was watching Jerry Springer. They were talking about the lesbians. Get him on a pole. Exactly, bro. But we're gonna put a twist in this, bro. Right, bro? Because we're gonna have a special guest referee, and the special guest referee is gonna be none other than Kia Stevens. That's right. I'm gonna put Karma in there. But the, the, but the next best thing is she can use the double ender. I, I just got. How a, good is that, bro? I just got a clip now of Kia from Glow going. The fuck you say? The fuck? <laughs> then you know what we're gonna do? Just out of mothballs, we're gonna get a floor clip. Then here comes Judy Bagwell. Yeah, Judy Bagwell. She's gonna be in a. She's gonna be in a shark cage. <laughs> That's right. We're gonna have another shark cage. And then you know what we're gonna do is we're gonna have Judy Bagwell turn on one of them. Swerve. Right. That's exactly how. That's exactly how Vince would book it. That's exactly how he would book it. And then he's going to have one of them cases that T grabs. Except we're going to not have a Scott Stein. We're going to have a picture and, of Sasha. And the double yeah. ender falls. The double ender falls out before he can actually break the fucking. Yeah. Well, double enders, man. We're going to have awesome Kong. We're going to have Karma come in. She's going to hit the implant buster. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. Now, speaking of the women this week, they did announce more for the May Young Classic. So far, they announced Caitlyn. They announced Rhea Ripley, who was in the first one. We got Reina Gonzalez, who was in the first one. We got Tanara Conti representing Brazil. She was in the first one. We got Tegan Knox representing Wales. We got Vernice Gabriel representing the Philippines. We got Nicole Matthews, who was in Shimmer as a part of the Canadian Ninjas with Portia Perez. We got Casey Contanzaro, who was on American Ninja Warrior. We got Ginny, who's from the UK and who's on NXT UK. I love you, Ginny. Yes, Jenny. <laughs> we got Jesse Alaban. We got Io Shirai. And we yeah. got Diana Perrazzo. Wow. Diana Perrazzo, former Impact. Yeah. Well, speaking of Impact, uh, she was oh, moved God. to the alumni section. <laughs> and it looks like she's gone. Sienna. <laughs> really? Yep. Wow. 
Uh, told you so. <laughs> and then something that will make me mad. So Saturday night, we assume Sakai defending that Women of Honor Championship against Madison Rain. And then the next night, Sue Young's fighting Madison Rain. For the love of God, do not give the Women of Honor Women's Championship to Madison Rain. And then she shows up at Slammiversary with that title. Where the fuck is Kelly Klein? Where the fuck is Kelly Klein is right? Uh, Kelly, Kelly Klein better not be signing with that company. <sighs> uh, man, if she does, you will cut one of the harshest promos. Uh-huh. I get to see it now. Uh-huh. On oh, Kelly. Kelly, you got to do the right thing. Do the right thing, Kelly. Do, do the, the right thing. Come on, WWE and NXT will come knocking. They will come knocking. I'm not saying WWE will utilize you correctly, but your bank account will look very, very nice. Yes. And NXT will definitely put definitely put you on a better <clears throat> pedestal because I would love to see you kick Shayna Baszler's ass. <laughs> Me too. Yes. You know. I mean, I mean, look, look, look at what I'm, look at what I'm printing out for you, Kelly. I'm going to make sure you listen to this, right? We've got Kelly Klein versus Sue Young at Impact Wrestling. Seven to eight minutes. Seven to eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Or we've got Kelly Klein take over, right? Mm-hmm. Kelly Klein versus Shayna Baszler. Or who? What's, what's, what's her name? Which one? Sairi. Sairi. Oh, Kyrie Sane. Yes. Kyrie Sane. You know I'm really oh, becoming one of a, them. You know I'm really becoming a fan of in NXT. Who's mm-hmm. that? Dakota Kai. I love I you, like man. Dakota Kai. I like Dakota Kai, but I but I also stand by me thing, stand by my words and say she's just a cheap rip off of Bailey. Oh yeah, yeah. Looks, yeah, but you know, I think I think a character needs to be sorted out. Because I think uh, from her attire to her smile to the way she interacts with the crowd, I'm just like, and that thing with, you know, where she looked scared, and I thought, oh no, what are they doing? Uh, Mike, um, Mike's I like out. Lacey Evans. Uh, yeah, see, I'm not completely That's sold. I like. You're I mean, not a she's fan a of pin Lacey? Girl, man. No. I would have that woman tattooed on my ass. I oh, <laughs> well. Daz, I gotta go butcher on this one. I think Lacey's great she's as a heel. Fucking beautiful, man. She is, and she's former Marine. She's gorgeous. And she's just fucking going at Dakota Kyler. She's former Marine. Yeah, she was in the Marines. Wow, that's a bad woman. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 hashtag Lacey Evans versus Shayna Baszler right now. Lacey Evans versus Kelly Klein. Hello. <clears throat> yeah, you know what I mean. She got it, man. She's she's she's. She's the she is the real deal. I love I love her character. I love then, the developments of her character. And gentlemen, in NXT, out of nowhere, we got a vignette this week of the Street Profits playing basketball, and they're coming for the Almighty oh, that was. Oh, fuck the Street Profits. Oh yeah, fuck us. I, I say fuck the Street Profits as much as they, I say fucking fuck Dozovich. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, that, that. They're fucking Mojo Raleigh times two. No. Oh. Wow, wow, wow. You know, you know your wow. segment, man. We got Mojo Rowley and Bobby Roode coming in the future for a feud. I hope Bobby fucking slaughters him. Oh, um, oh, Apparently, Jesus he is getting Christ. rid of the glorious music, though. Because he's anything but glorious right now. Not so glorious, Bobby Roode. No. Um, <sighs> Jesus. Hopefully, it's uh, 
step in the right direction for Bobby Roode, though, if he can get a couple of wins over Mojo. And finally turn heel again, because the face run ain't mm-hmm. working. It's not nope. working. Um, actually, let's just finish up NXT quickly. I think, before... I think, I think Charlotte Flair actually buried Bobby Roode because she looked better in the gown. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. Oh. Charlotte Flair, congratulations! You have just become John Cena. I don't know. Where, no. I don't know where I went wrong because I kind of enjoyed him in the in the tag team thing. In the mixed tag team, yeah. Smackdown, um, Smackdown's where it went wrong, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Smackdown's where it went wrong. Um, well, well, hold on. Hold on. Before you even say anything, I got to mention it. So, Andrade Cien Almas had a great match with AJ Styles. Oh, yes, he did. As we knew he would. Okay. Future champion. Future, got, they've got to do it. they got to put him and AJ they've for the title at SummerSlam. But, 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 we, but we know, but we know that Chad Gable had a great match with AJ Styles. That's true. Yeah. And where you is know. he now? So I don't so I don't hold high expectations if I'm honest. Uh and and one more thing. If they ain't mm-hmm. fucking they should be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so what do you think of they're just completely shutting out Asuka and it looks like we're gonna get Carmella and Becky Lynch at SummerSlam? I keep going back to that meme somebody made of Sasha Banks getting in Asuka's face saying, I told you not to come to the main roster. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Carmella Becky looks to be the match for SummerSlam. Well, I'm fine with that, but I mean, Triple H spent how long booking Asuka as this unstoppable machine? And now she loses twice to Carmella and looks like she's going down a peg. He must be pulling whatever hair he's got left out. Or unless they do the deal where they could have Becky beat Carmella at SummerSlam, then Asuka just beats the living shit out of Becky Lynch, and we get a heel Asuka versus a face Becky Lynch. Good. I mean, to be honest, there is really no dominant women on Raw or SmackDown right now because Alexa's um, going against Ronda. Yeah, and obviously she's going to get her arm broken. Um, I mean, Nia was supposed to be this big freight train, but she's been beaten a few times. Uh, you go to SmackDown, Carmella's always cheating to win. Uh, Riot Squad have lost their leader. There's no dominant female on in WWE on the main roster right now. Speaking of the WWE roster, you got to give a shout out to our boy Amir on account of the fact that fuck WWE logic. Kurt Angle tells Baron <laughs> Corbin that he can't be in the goddamn match when Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins did it with at Extreme Rules, but they're in the damn match. Yeah. Um. So, Roman versus Lashley at Extreme Rules was originally booked as a number one contendership for Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Brock pulls out a SummerSlam, so the match is just a regular match. Bobby Lashley wins. Brock decides to work SummerSlam. Now we got to define, find a number one contender again. So what was the point in Lashley beating Roman in the first place? Well, Lashley even said, let's just forget the fact that I beat him already. Yeah. Uh... I was very impressed with Bobby Lashley. And I, was, I thought he was. He was very, very good. I've seen a lot of people complain about his spear. I didn't really see anything that much wrong with oh, it. Oh, bollocks, bollocks. Shut up. Don't, don't complain about the fucking spear. Complain about the person who fucking who sold it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I enjoyed it. Like the last few Roman match? Um, yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. It was a good yeah, match. Yeah, it did. I, yeah, it did. Because... I think this is the first time I've looked at Lashley and thought, "Hmm, 
I want to know more about his sisters. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I want to know what Butcher thinks. Well, I'm just saying you went silent because I, I thought we I thought we were talking about once I heard silence, I, the first thing that came to my mind was the underwhelming main event, Austin Aries and Moose, but okay. Is this his way of trying to tell us when he looks at Bobby Lashley, he thinks crickets? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, obviously we've lost a butcher temporarily. Um, I enjoyed the match as well, and again, I didn't see anything wrong with Lashley's I'm back. spear. There we go. He's back, he's back, go ahead. Bye. Right, where um, so we want to know uh, what you think when you see Bobby Lashley. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, well, you missed it. It's because, it's, it's yeah. one of them things that when I when I when I when I do look at him, I want to go to sleep. He leaves. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird. It's like I don't know. Like you know, like hay bales. Mm. Like you know what I mean? Crickets. <laughs> I even made the joke. I said you must have been seeing the underwhelming main event of Aries and Moose that put you to crickets. I made that joke as well. Oh, fuck crickets! Honestly, crickets. I, I think that's that, that's it. Crickets. Crickets. But but I but I did think I did think the look up Lashley looked slightly more menacing. Yeah, I don't want well, I don't want to see Smiley Bobby. No, just don't smile. No. Just come out and kill everybody. You know, but, but like destroyers don't smile. I mean, I was, it's just like I don't know. I don't know. No. I don't want to hate. I don't want to hate Roman. I don't want to hate on Roman. No, 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 no. I really don't want to hate on Roman. Because uh, I, I just I know it's not his fault. It's not. But when, but when I watch him get, do you know what I mean, beaten by Bobby Lashley, mm-hmm. and then they have a stupid fucking stipulation match where Bobby Lashley now has to face Roman again, and we know he's going to lose this time. Yeah. What was the point? What was the point? I mean, on the on, the, on the bright side, it kind of supports the rumor that uh, it's going to be Roman and Brock, and then. Just to send the fans home happy, Braun's going to cash in right at the end. Yeah, that's what I'm going Yeah, Bra- but they, listen, right? Listen. Okay. Okay. I get that we're sending the fans happy, right? Mm-hmm. But then the fans are going to be pissed off and fucking moaning because then Roman's going to be like, you're not the guy, Braun. I'm coming for you. I've beaten you before. So then we're going to get exactly the same as what we got with Brock. Hmm. Except Braun's going to be we're, there every week. We we are stuck, right? We are stuck in the twilight zone with Roman Reigns. Yeah, he's constantly we're chasing. Gonna see, we're going to hear the same shit as John Cena's been preaching for fucking 15 years. I'm all, I'm all right, Jack. I'm coming back, Jack. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Never give up, Jack. I mean, this is where WWE fucked up. They should have just put the title on Roman at WrestleMania. And then had Braun win at yeah. SummerSlam. They fucked the whole thing up by fucking really selling did. out to Brock. Yeah. 100%. It's just a shame because... I was actually like pissed say, off that Roman lost a match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Brock, I was too. Brock got I up and like, you got fucking joking. 
Well, no, exactly. No, I was. I was. I was exactly the same. I was exactly the same. Well, Brock's coming back on July 30th, I think they announced as well. He'll be back at the end of the month. Yay. Yay. Oh. I, I've honestly got no interest in ever seeing him on my TV again. I just don't get, right, what I don't get is why all these fucking people, right, and there's a few of them in RWT that continuously support this fucking moron saying that it makes him a fucking uber heel. Right? How does it make him a heel if if he's influenced by greed? Right? Paul Heyman says that Brock Lesnar does what Brock Lesnar wants. Okay, okay, I get that, I get that. I get that that you've got 100% fucking power over your character. Mm. Right? Now, I get that he's a businessman and I get that he's a moneyman. But what I don't understand is... The person that we're blaming isn't Brock Lesnar because it, it's Vince McMahon. Because at the end of the day, if Vince McMahon can't say that this guy is boring as shit, you know what I mean? And the only thing about him is, is Suplex City, and he finishes it with bitch, right? What what what? How how does that make him a uber uber heel? I I don't see any heel characteristics in Brock Lesnar whatsoever. I just see a guy that walks down to a ring, uses the same move time after time after time again, shows no. He shows nothing of what he used to be. Mm-hmm. Right, so so you've forgotten the the person you were, and now you're trying to be the person that you never have been. Right, I'll argue I'll argue this point all the time with people. There's a mate of mine that's in that group, Aaron Jones, and he constantly states that Brock Lesnar. Look at Brock Lesnar's record, right? Now I've looked at Brock Lesnar's record, and I've looked at copious amounts of heavyweight and heavyweight fighters in UFC and their records. Now, they may have long MMA records, but when you look at their UFC records, they're not they're not that impressive, you know? Daniel Cormier, light heavyweight. Now he's a two-time champion, right? Daniel Cormier on on his on his on his you know is 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 very very lackluster. I will call it lackluster. Um CV. He he has a no contest to John Bones Jones. Now John Bones Jones is a drugs cheat and should be nowhere near a fucking ring cop to God ever again. But we know Dana White is as much a businessman as Vince McMahon's a businessman, and we know that Vin, you know Bones Jones Bones Jones will fight again in the UFC because it's best for money, best for business, good for you know what I mean, good money. We agree with that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Rock Lesnar, very, very good for business. But if you believe for a fucking second that UFC, right, is the company that it once was, you are a bit. Dana White has been having meetings with Vince McMahon for a long fucking time. Because De- Brock Lesnar was, whoa, lo and behold. At Daniel Cormier, right, versus a very, very, very 
out of shape Stippy Miocic. Okay? Now I would I would go as far as saying the whole thing was staged. Not the fight, because you ain't gonna stage a fight like that. But I would say that Brock Lesnar was planted. Right? I believe that whoever won that fight was gonna call out Brock Lesnar. Whether it was Miocic or whether it was fucking Cormier. I believe they were going to call him out. I believe Cormier was going to call him out if he, even if he lost it, right? Both wrestlers, da, 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 da. But come on, like we said last week, that fucking shove. You know what I mean? And the midget coming around the back of Brock, pushing Brock. Come on. There is nothing, nothing about Brock Lesnar that is fucking super, super heel characteristics. The guy is so boring. You know what I mean? I just hope that they keep Heyman in some capacity. I really do. Because I, th- I just think he'd be wasted. I think for me, the guy, Brock Lesnar, he, that's not an uber heel thing. I think that's, that's, that's just a guy that's a dickhead who's a very money, money warranted yeah. hound. The dude hasn't cared in a long time. He's probably in the last two years one of his worst matches. It still sticks with me. That goddamn match with Dean Ambrose at WrestleMania 32 was piss poor. He just had a lot of piss poor. He's a dude that just goes through the motions and doesn't care. Yeah. Well, he has a suplex city. Just shadow of himself, mate. Mm-hmm. Just shadow of himself. Well, I got to bring this up as well because did you see the news of Bret Hart now? Uh, the only thing I ever see from Bret is him campaigning for. Uh, British Bulldog. Well, he responded to Martha Hart. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, he says that Owen Hart's contributions and legacy in pro wrestling should be honored, and he pretty much just shot back at Martha for her claims. This, this is ba- Sorry, my microphone went dead. Um, is this basically to do with uh, Owen? Yeah, he pretty much ah, said okay. that Owen Hart's contributions and legacy in pro wrestling should be honored. Yeah, so yeah pretty exactly. Much shot exactly. This... This is, you know how I feel about this shit. Yeah, I know. Um, and you know, I can't, we can't can't argue the same as with um, Davy Boy Smith because I've seen it and I've seen the interview with Davy Boys um, with one of the other groups that we follow, um, and I've seen the interview with Davy Boy Smith. And this actual genuine guy that interviewed her, and she wants Davy inducted. For some reason, for some reason, I think all this shit with Owen is kind of reflecting on everyone else that has something to do with the Hart family, you know? Because yeah. um, I've always said, for me, um, Jim the Anvil Neidhart should be inducted yeah. as part of the Hart Foundation. Um, Brian Pillman inducted? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Brian Pillman's been inducted. Oh, yeah, he's, is he? He's been inducted. I thought, yeah, I thought you were asking so, if he should. He? I thought you were asking if he should. I don't I'm think sure, he has been. I'm sure. I'm sure. No, he hasn't been. No, he hasn't been, has he, Pillman? No. no, wait, no. Yeah, there is no Brian Pillman in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, no. no. Right, okay, so Brian Pillman should be. Um, I just think it's a reflection on WWE as a whole that they're pissed off with someone and they're taking it out on everyone else to be associated with the family. You know, this ain't going to be like one of them rants that Andre Corbeil goes on and fucking calls WWE pieces of shit and... You know, and then fucking two months later, fucking goes and watches their product. Um, you know, hey, you know what I mean? That's that's Andre Corbeil. <laughs> you know, 
de- dedicated, prolific, fucking does this for each and every one of you. Why? Because it's for, yeah, for wrestling. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> ass fuck. Um, yeah, yeah. That 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 that's why I'm the best here <laughs> in the business. I couldn't give a fuck. Um, I mean, we're coming up to twenty you know, years now of Mm-hmm. It's it's sad. It's sad because when when I think when I think I got in when I got into wrestling. Now I'm a bit I'm older than both of you. Yeah. When I think I got into wrestling, and I think the first the first major kind of touch I had on WWE was very much to do with the likes of um, Owen Hart when he was the Blue. Oh, the blue blazer. Yeah, the blue blazer. Um, that that was very much my first first kind of look at someone wearing a mask. If you know what if you know what I mean. I hadn't seen anything to do with lucha libre because in 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 the eighties, I'd seen stuff on the British. Do you know what I mean? On on on, on the British scene, um, when you had a guy called Kendall Nagasaki, um, and yeah. people like that. Um, well, Chris Benoit used to wear a mask. Um, you know, um, you know, but it's just like, how can we, how can we go, right? The the guy doesn't even get mentioned anymore. How, how can we have a WWE network, a, a network that promotes the history of the business? Now we're trying to introduce wrestling to a new audience, to, to our kids, you know, of what we kind of went through and these were the greatest wrestlers of you know my, my generation you know how can you not have all you know what i mean the likes of owen hart in that mm. how how's that possible but yet but yet we still have to listen to the horse shit that i'm the best there was the best and the best there ever will be Brett, ah, fuck off Brett. you were you were you were fit to fucking lace owen's boots I think, you know what I, I mean? Think deep down, Bret Hart was the one that got fucking shined up real nice. Do you think maybe you know what deep I mean? down, promoted Bret... everywhere that he was this fucking, you know what I mean, the real deal? He wasn't as good as Owen. Never in a million years. Okay. I don't believe he was as good as Davy Boy. Bret, Bret, Bret Hart got as much char- charisma as fucking James Ellsworth. You know, that, that that's my personal opinion. I don't rate Bret Hart. I never have done. He just—he never really looked good to me as, as a world champion. As a tag team wrestler, I fucking thought they were brilliant. The Art Foundation. Do you know what I mean? That they stood out. They stood out. As a singles wrestler, he—he had—he had some great matches and some great feuds. But when I looked at Owen Hart and I see, you know what I mean? I remember that heel turn on his brother and his promos. You know, there was some horrible things to do with Owen. Don't get me wrong. I mean, that fucking the hazard fucking shit, man. The, no, that was horrible. You know, um, but I went, wow, Owen Hart, man. How can you not? Do you think I've deep down, Brett thought Owen was better than him? I think so. I think so. I think you'd be silly not to. Mm. I think you'd be silly not to. I think I honestly believe, right? And and and, and I, you know, we we, we should hit on this more often. And to be honest with you, 
I I'd like to do this more often with 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 the, with this show is cover. You know what I mean? Just ran random guys and their careers because there's not enough of it that hit on. We should, I've seen it a lot of, of, over the last few weeks on on the groups and people talking about great guys never to win the big ones and stuff like that. Yeah. And and it's not and it's not spoken of enough. It, it really isn't. William Regal. You know, Owen Hart. I firmly believe if that tragedy had never happened with Owen Hart, and I honestly look at it and I think, would he have won the big one? Well, would, would he? Because Eddie Guerrero did, and I remember that night in 2004, and I broke my heart. Yeah. I, I cried like a baby. Because, you know, the the Eddie Guerrero story is, is a formidable one. You know, a guy that wrestled his heart off, fucking, you know what I mean? Grew up had that fucking horrible fucking car accident, mm-hmm. nearly lost his life, fought back through injury from from everything, you know, to get pushed aside and fucking ignored by people because of fucking wankers like Hulk Hogan. You know, your Kevin Nash's, your Scott Halls. Now, I love Scott Hall, but you know what I mean? Reality is reality. And he got to that, he got his big move to WWE. Now, it didn't look like it was going to be a success to start with, did it? You know, mm-hmm. he looked like he was very much still part in the shadow of Benoit um, as, a, a, you know, as the Radicals. And he got and hurt. He, obviously had, he had that injury, didn't he, where he went shoulder to the frog injury. splash mm-hmm. and he busted his fucking, busted his shoulder, his arm or whatever it was. Yeah, and, you know, he fought back. But what the guy showed is is you couldn't buy you you can't teach the shit that he that he knew you know what i mean the mechanics the psychology everything all the shit that i that, that i beg jake the snake roberts up for you know it's r- ring psychology you can't teach it you you're either born with it you know what i mean or you spend time watching people you know what i mean there's a lot of ignorance in the business today where people like fucking Mojo Rawley, you know, they don't have that type of shit. I believe he's come on in leaps and bounds. I'm not going to say I love Mojo Rawley, but I believe he's come on in leaps and bounds in the last in the last 12 months. I do think that. But, you know, when I, when I think about all these people that are just ignored and I'm thinking, would Owen have won that big one? You know what I mean? What do you want the big one? Yeah, like like you said, does did Brett think he was better than him? I think he'd be silly not to. Because I just think Owen Owen had it in leaps and bounds. You know, from fucking joining the nation. It, it was just I'd have liked to have thought Owen Hart could have led his own faction. Now, a formidable one at that. I like to think that Owen Hart would have been a great manager. You know? A lot lot of things. Owen Hart would have had kids. You know what I mean? Would his kids be... Just, you know what I mean? Owen Hart was... Owen Hart was just fucking an absolute... He will, he will, but he will. It, he will always be one of the one of the men, you know, 
there, there's a long list of names of the people that we could we could talk about, but he will always be one of the ones that's always spoken about first because it's a standout. It, it was a tragedy. Um, I don't believe. I still, to this day, don't believe anyone was to blame for it. It was just an accident. It could have happened to Sting. It could have happened to Shawn Michaels, but it didn't. Mm. You know, um, I know a lot of people didn't like the idea of people pushed boundaries after that, where they think, you know, the, the business should have been made a lot, lot more safer. I believe Vince McMahon's fucking made it too safe, if I'm honest. You know. I believe the business is all about risks. You know? And if Kevin Owens coming off that fucking sells anything to go by, well... Oh, my God. Jesus. You know? You know? But there, yeah, yeah. That's a, I think that's, that, that, that's, that's a very, very deep conversation for me, to be honest with you, because I just think shit like that's a bit... You know what I mean? I don't want to be fucking slating the woman and calling her all the names under the sun because that, that's another rant fucking video. <laughs> but yeah. I just think... It is you know, a touchy subject. It is. It's it, it, it's one that people have different opinions on. And I, like I say, I don't want to I don't want to piss anyone off or anything like that. Um, like I say, I've got my opinion on it. I believe I believe all... all I believe they're, 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 they're only athletes once. Mm-hmm. And they 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 only get their chance once. And in the era that Owen Hart was in, he was amongst some of the best in the business, ever, ever. You know what I mean? And I, he he had it he had it taken away from him. He had it taken away from him. You know, yeah. shame, such a shame. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Mike Larkin, the host of the Pop Culture History Podcast. Tune in as I take you through the history of pop music. Check it out on SoundCloud, MC Larkin92, and we are now on the Swerve Talk Network. Get ready to have fun and shake your tail feather. I'm out, everybody. Peace. Speaking of Kevin Owens, the it was kind of poetic, really, being thrown off the cage because it was uh, exactly where Mick Foley took the dive famously twenty years ago at King in the Ring. Well, and he also did say, "Here's your winner, Kevin Owens." He didn't even care; he just walked out. Yeah, and you know what? And can I, can I, can I, can I, can I stop you there, please? I know you told me so. <laughs> yes, you did. You say exactly that. I said it, didn't I? I did do it. But People, I told you why I'm the best. <laughs> I'm telling you. 
But I don't think anyone thought it was going to happen like that. <laughs> no, I wasn't thinking he was going to toss him through the table like he did. No. And the only thing I've seen about it, mostly, is um, people focusing on the fucking airbags. Well, of course, the airbags there. Let's see you fucking try it. What's wrong with you? It's still going to hurt. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if he's got a shoulder injury, a neck injury. I, yeah. I, yeah. It's, what, 20 feet up in the air. He's still hitting Not the table feet. first. Oh, fuck, he's going to hurt it, man. He could miss the fucking airbags, for fuck's sake. He's still got to fucking... He's still got to hit it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Hitting <laughs> it's, it's the hardest thing. He's got to make sure he hits it. I bet you as he's falling off that, he's playing, please hit it, please hit it. Please hit the table. Hit it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Fucking people on the eye horse. Let's see you get thrown off you a know? cage. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, would you have the fucking balls to fucking take the fucking bump? Would you fuck, man? I know I wouldn't. It's just let's let's give let's give a bit of credit, man, because people are like, oh fucking hell, it's fake. Look at where the fucking you got airbags there. Fucking hell, Jesus it's Christ! It's so funny. People on, complaining man. that it's not very extreme. There's no extreme rules matches, and then they complain about the fucking most extreme moment on the show. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we 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 complained, but I gotta be honest. When I watched when I watched the bump, um, actually I didn't watch I didn't watch the full pay per view. I flicked through it. You knew I wasn't going to watch it. Yeah. I, I just had no interest in it. So you did the right thing. Um, <laughs> but but as soon I know, I know I did. I know I did. I'd have had, I'd have been in the hospital fucking earlier if I'd have watched that shit. <laughs> um, playing cat playing cards with Henry. Um, <laughs> but uh, fuck you. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I got I got to say, my it's 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 about it's about just. It's a respect thing. They don't have to fucking take the bumps that they do. No. You know what I mean? They don't they don't have to do it. And for fuck's sake. How I many mean, has Kevin Owens taken in the last two months? Oh Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens is Kevin Owens is knocking him out of the park, man. Kevin Owens is knocking him out of the park and not getting not getting the respect that he should for doing it. You know what I mean? I mean how many people are gonna fucking put their put the put their bodies in Braun Strowman's hands? Fucking I wouldn't. <laughs> So, I wouldn't. I mean, he's been thrown off the cage. He's been knocked off the stage in a in a potty. He's been thrown off a ladder. He's mm-hmm. he's gonna have to go to another Shania Twain concert soon. He is, isn't he? I think he, he needs that hour and a half. Gonna be sharing a fucking hospital bed next to fucking Sami Zayn soon, man. I mean, even Mick Foley's probably looking at all this, going fucking hell. Well, fucking hold, hell, on. Karen. hold on. Hold <laughs> on. You mentioned Mick Foley. Did you see him give the nod? The praise to one SC himself. Oh, fuck Sammy Sam Callahan. Yeah. No interest in him. He's <sighs> overhyped, and he's capitalized on a fuck-up. Did he say yeah. that he's like The Undertaker now? Yeah, he's The Undertaker of Impact. Or he's The Undertaker is of modern-day pro he? wrestling, according to oh, him. Is he? Is he really? Okay, okay. Do, okay. Do you know That's quite convenient, actually, because I don't really want to see Undertaker anymore, either. No, no. <laughs> No, exactly. With all, yeah, with all yeah. due respect, Undertaker, just please stop, man. I, I know he that I know he did wrestle at MSG, so well they got the MSG pop, and then we're gonna see him against Triple H in Australia. So yeah, one one last they're time. It for, they're teasing it for SummerSlam, aren't they? Yeah, as well. Yeah, that too. Um, Cena, um, Cena against uh, Taker at SummerSlam. No. I mean, no, no. It, it's not even the condition he's in anymore. It's more like how many send-offs can he have? 
I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I, I'm I'm so fucking firmly against. I I I could have done with not seeing Undertaker at the end of Shawn Michaels. Every every even 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 in versus Triple H one Triple H two, you see it fucking CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm fed up of fucking having this conversation. We have this conversation every fucking year. Yeah. You get closer to Mania and you start shitting your pants <laughs> for the gong and the 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 point of the finger towards WrestleMania. Mm. You, you know what I mean? I shit myself now because I'm just I'm at the point where I'm just kind of like I really don't fucking care. No. And quite honestly, no disrespect, but you bore me now. I I'm not you know? tiptoeing around. CM Punk was his last great match. Yeah, CM Punk should have CM Punk should have broke the streak, and that's not me jumping on a bandwagon of anything any sort. CM Punk should have broke the streak. He literally, if, he literally if there was broke anyone that was gonna, well, there was in my opinion there was only two. There was only two or three people that ever should have broke that streak. One was Orton, mm-hmm. because of the pass of the torch. Yeah, and it would have made and it and, and it would have cemented his name as a legend killer forever. Yeah. And it could have worked, okay. The second one, the second one was Michaels, and the last one was Punk. Now, when you when you look at all them, there's 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 almost like a generation that Shawn Michaels fell into Taker's generation of wrestling, and then it was the evolution, which was Randy Orton. Undertaker evolved through three through three three different periods, well, four different periods of wrestling. He went through the 90s, into the Attitude Era, yeah. into the Ruthless Aggression Era, and <clears throat> into the current. I don't know what that fucking PG era was. I don't know what <laughs> we could call that. But into the current era. The current era, he's, te- he's, he's, he's probably about eight years out of date. Yeah. Because it's just you just you just want to forget it. But I, I would say if you could pick one person out of every era, it would definitely be Michaels, Orton, CM Punk. Fuck Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar had no place, no place taking that. And Vince McMahon had no place giving it. I mean, the only way I can accept it is that Brock could handle the heat because he's never there anyway and he doesn't give a shit about the fans either way. Mm. Um, no, yeah, I could, I could see that. I could see that. But, I, mean, I could see that. There, but, were, there was a time but, when I you would know, have said... when, when, You know when Undertaker gets inducted? Yeah. It's gonna always gonna miss something. Yeah. It's always gonna miss something because the man, the man didn't need to fucking come out and fucking talk about sixteen world titles, Jack. Do you know what I mean? And he's gonna beat Ric Flair's. He's gonna be seventeen world time champion. We know that's gonna happen. Do you know what I mean? But the sad thing is, you shouldn't be able to predict it, but you know it's gonna happen. Yeah. Okay. Undertaker didn't need to be draped in gold. He was gold. But the one thing that when he was going to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, and when you'd have inducted him, you would have inducted, inducted him as, like Rocky Marciano was in the, in the Boxing Hall of Fame, as the and Joe Calzaghe was, one of the only men to retire with a streak. Rocky Marciano retired, never, never beaten as a world champion. Joe Calzaghe, exactly the same. Undertaker, WrestleMania, biggest stage of them all. There's your streak. 
intact, and it isn't, and it isn't. That 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 for that for, that, for, that for me is as bad as never winning the big one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You come that close. That 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 spell that 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 streak in itself was a dedication to his to to every bump, every injury. Every year, every tear, every fucking spell of fucking blood, that man, and it was taken for what? Fucking money. Fucking money. Look at all them millions of dollars that Vince McMahon. This is getting so fucking deep now. This could actually play my fucking music again. <laughs> all them fucking dollars that Vince McMahon paid that fucking beetroot fucking faced fucking jacked up piece of shit. That's Brock Lesnar, right? Doesn't amount to the millions and billions of dollars that Undertaker has made that fucking man. Vince McMahon, you over-fucking-rated, selfish fucking old man. There's a box with your name on it. And I hope, I hope, that before you pass on, that you do something, do you know what I mean? Something, something that the world can remember you for with praise rather than constantly pointing the finger and criticizing because you're so out of touch with reality. And I personally think that that decision, it will, it will forever be the most selfish decision in WWE history. I think so. And that was the deep power from Dave. <laughs> That's what that is. Hey, but- hey, Butcher. Yo. Look down. Oh, it's my penis. <laughs> no. <laughs> look at your phone and look down. Oh, there it is. Oh, still see my penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Hello. The genetic jackhammer. Oh. <laughs> ICW, show party. Oh. Next week. Next week. ICW. I run the fucking show, <laughs> Jeff. I run the fucking show. Do you know what? For Davy, a, Davy. For a split second, I looked at the bottom of the poster and on the left of the logo. What the fuck is Steve Blackman doing there? No, it's Joe Hendry. <laughs> 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 Joe Henry, who, by the way, is going to be on that same show with Viper and Kaylee Ray wrestling, I believe, Hangman Page. Mm. I'm, I'm actually quite, I'm actually quite happy for him. I am really, it's really happy. Point. Yeah, I love an achievement. I'm oh, sorry about your damn luck. You're in, you're in Impact Wrestling. Oh, did you, guy. Did you see the? I sent it. To you. Did you see the prestigious Tuesdays? The first episode with Joe. I Henry? did. I did. I did. Yeah. Oh, guy. He played Sonic does, the Hedgehog. Does. Does he not realise? Does he not realise that fucking Xavier Woods has been doing that for fucking years? Up, up, down, down. <laughs> Hello, Joe. Hello, Joe. Up, up, down, down. Hello. Does Does he not realise that there's thousands of fucking people doing that on YouTube? Well, that's some, that's some, that's the that's the business sense of Impact Wrestling. I don't want to make sense here, Joe. Now you're gonna I start have... a new uh, channel, and you're gonna play computer games. It's not like Xavier Woods doesn't do this like all day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. By the way, you guys want to laugh? I'll try. 
Okay. I think we need so to after how deep this episode's been. So I'm so in deep. Walmart. I'm in Walmart the other day. Oh, right? it's so deep to deep burn. <laughs> I can barely lift my right arm. So like you notice I did about a thousand. So I'm in Walmart the other day. I'm walking by. I was going to actually send it to the group, but I'm like, nah, I got to tell you this since we're recording the show this week. So I'm walking in Walmart. I see a dude. He's wearing a purple shirt. And you know what that, you know what it says on that purple shirt? Never give up. Twitch is God. No, it says Twitch. And the first thing that came to my mind was Impact Wrestling. Oh, Impact Wrestling. I thought you were going to say best deal in the business, though. Well, you two, well, the best in the business, I, and I'll, I'll clarify: best heel in the business in NXT is Tommaso Ciampa. So, but you're the best. Oh, 100%. My hundred percent. My second guess for the purple T-shirt was going to be you ain't shit. You oh, ain't shit. You ain't <laughs> shit. <laughs> yes. Oh, by the way, I'll roll the motherfucker up too. Juice as well has been standing out in G1. Oh my God! Just, just give me some more Juice Robinson. Juice is the man. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, right, where we... Okay, for me... Um, I'm freaking going to contradict myself now. Best match at ex- not-so-extreme rules was actually a not-an-extreme-rules match. It was AJ Styles and Rusev. I I liked that match. I thought it was fine. I mean, was it- near the end, I was thinking, even if Rusev doesn't win this match... Mm-hmm. He's impressed the fuck out of everyone. And then, like, two oh. two minutes later, he tapped out. Um, yeah, but we've said that he's underrated. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But he showed his He's worth. underrated and undervalued, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But but the reality... What do you think's going to happen now with Aiden English? Because, I mean, I've seen nothing on SmackDown. It's almost like Lana's going to be back in Rusev's corner. They're going to drop English. Unless they do a rusev Aiden English match at SummerSlam and have Aiden as the babyface and Rusev as the destroyer, the machka, machka, machka. Well, the only thing I was thinking I mean, after that segment was Lana's accent is slipping like a motherfucker. Yeah, she yeah, went she's out of the Russian She, she wasn't even trying. <laughs> no, she's dropping it. It is. It's... Like, she kept talking think... in a normal American accent, and then she was just dropping the odd, Rusev. Rusev. Like, you just Gosh. said Rusev, and then you go, Rusev. Not Rusev, but <laughs> Rusev. I'm like, Rusev. <laughs> You're going in and out, Lana. She, she's a female you know Kofi do, Kingston. Do you think, do you think it's going to go that way, though? Uh, yeah. Well as, far, well, as far as styles go, if they don't have him fight Andrade again at SummerSlam, I think the next logical choice would be the man who's beat the living crap out of Ty Dillinger this week, Samoa Joe. I mean, it's got to be a major announcement because we're not having a number one contendership or anything. Paige is just straight up announcing the challenger next week. So it's got to be somebody big. And Samoa Joe is the obvious choice. Daniel uh, Bryan. Or Daniel Bryan, too. There you go. Well, I think Daniel well, Bryan. Well, no, because I think no. Daniel Bryan's going to go in. I think Daniel Bryan, we're going to see Daniel Bryan against Derek Young or something. I think. Nah, we got to get Daniel Bryan in the Miz on account of the fact the eulogy, man, for Team Hell No this week. Do you want to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to hear something to make you mad? Go ahead. Oh, no. You know how oh, yeah. the first time we were going to see Daniel Bryan against the Miz was going to be SummerSlam? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a dark match after SmackDown. Oh, God. Come on. They they just couldn't wait, could they? Nope. I mean, I get it. It's a dark match. It's not televised. The only people that are going to see it are the ones in the arena, but it, it winds me up when we're going to see 
two people against each other for the first time and then they throw it away when there's no cameras on. I just hate social media, lady. I can't stand social media. Mm. I hate social media with a passion. I just think it spoils everything. Oh, yeah, it completely changes the way wrestling is perceived. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so one final thing from SmackDown that honestly made me want to throw up was uh, the new finger poke of Doom, which was Randy Orton sticking his finger in Jeff Hardy. Uh, I mean, oh. I mean, I mean, in his ear, in his ear. I mean, in his <laughs> ear. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> his gauge. He, he friggin' tore his ear in his gauge. Oh. Oh. I mean, I've never had a hole in my ear that big, but it made me bend over and... Yeah, not cool. But Randy Orton. All the things we've seen in wrestling, and that's the one that makes us sick. <laughs> all the things she said, all the things she said running through my head, running through my head. But yeah, that was bad. <laughs> I, um, I gotta say, it was kind of... I don't want to say rapey, but uncomfortable. Was just, just the way he was leaning over him and, you know... Like, Randy, you're being a bit weird now, B. Dude. What do you think it's all about? I don't, I don't know, and I don't think the writers know yet either. Yeah, because I've seen you, I've seen you, I've seen you. Yeah, that's instantly what I thought when he shouted out, "You're gonna have to wait." Ah, oh, why? Because they haven't thought that far ahead yet. They haven't thought that far ahead. It was a who dodgy the, line. Well, who the hell does Nakamura face now? Uh, I don't know because he's sort of kicked to the curb with this storyline going on. Oh, by the way, I like Shinsuke with the whole, oh, jihadi, you're going to make a clown crown, going to make you smile. You know Shinsuke's best line this week was, God bless America. God bless America. <laughs> oh, God, you know what was running through my mind once he said that? I remember 2005 when Kenzo Suzuki was challenging John Cena yes. for the United States Championship, and he's dressed like Yankee. Oh, Fox. no. Oh no! no. Yes. I was a big oh, fan no, of Kenzo no. Suzuki. No, 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 no! You just said his name. I know. I'm sorry, but Kenzo Suzuki. That's yeah, what but... reminds me. Do you not think? John oh Cena no! Not Cena for the U.S. title. No. Uh, no. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, John, please go and film another movie. I I could just see the promos. Not John Cena. You can't see me. Oh. Can't see me, John. And I don't see your movies. And I, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I don't see your movies. No speak English. All these cock blockers. <sighs> you are no Marine. <laughs> <laughs> and your wife, she's not real. <laughs> Just like her titty. Um, you know. God bless America. America. <laughs> <laughs> we just wrote the whole please. entire Nakamura. That's it. That's it. We just that's wrote it. Nakamura's no, best that's promo. What I, that's what I can say because we know he's going to be back before SummerSlam. Yeah. Um, and then, then you have him beat him again. Just don't drop him on his head this time. I Nakamura. don't think he's got anything to film because Bumblebee's pretty much finished filming. Oh my uh, God, that looks weird. <laughs> I'm so fucking. I mean, that's an entirely different fucking show of ours. That, but fucking hell. Well, this, this, oh this, my this God. is Michael Bay, isn't it? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. As far as Nakamura goes, if it's not Cena, 
just do what we've been saying for months and put him against Almas. But then, Almas. But, but then again, you got heel versus heel. Yeah. And WWE don't like that. But I think they're really high on Almas after that match with AJ, so I think you're going to see him around a lot more. Oh, yeah. And Zelina Vega isn't a bad thing either. So. No, no, the more we see that of her, yes, the better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, about if Paige gets her pappy to come? Oh, no, no, please, no. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no. Now, what the hell does that tell you? Infero! You know what I'm going to say. You know what I'm going to say. I not understand you. <laughs> you. You got bitten by Peril. a dog. I beat you like a dog. Peril! How is your restaurant? (laughs) (laughs) Now, that's another thing. That's another thing. Last year's main event for that show was El Patron versus Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley's in the WWE now, and El Patron is, well, El Patron. A fuck-up. He'd rather be at the bar. That's what it is. Hmm. Hold on, wait. My name was showing a picture of him the other day. Did he really put on a lot of weight? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I find that so funny. Tacos. <laughs> Taco God. Okay. Now, once he said tacos, that made me think of when Jeff Jarrett was in AAA being a heel and he was throwing tacos at the crowd at, at Triple Mania. Did you guys see that video? Yeah. Oh God, Jeff Jarrett throwing the tacos. Yeah. Wow. It's got a new day written all over it. New day. Moving on from pancakes. Oh. New day insanity, man. Friggin' Eric Young getting the dub over Kofi Kingston thanks to the help of Killian Dane. Yeah, people were worried, mm. worried about sanity, but they're uh, they're quite a machine. I like sanity, man. I, I love Alexander Wolf. I think he's fucking brilliant. Yeah. I was I was very unsure when they actually put sanity together. Um I mean, I felt sorry for Sawyer Fulton and um, what happened to him, injury, and eventually fucking released. Yeah. Um, but the man they replaced him with, oh. Wow. A, he's just a freight, he's a freight train. He's a freight train. Formerly known um, as Guten Morgen, people. Yes, Guten Morgen, yes. Guten Morgen. Speaking of sanity, how perfect was um, Nikki Cross smiling and waving at Shayna Baszler on NXT this week? Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. Absolutely love it. Shayna. I love it. I'm, I'm just a little bit, bit disheartened that I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I was hoping for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, mean, I don't she, know what I was hoping it for. It seemed like she was on Especially, the verge of a push. Well, yeah, but but especially when Mike Mike kind of opened my eyes again, and I thought, ah, fucking hell, yes, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when we when when you look back and uh, Lucha Underground, and uh, okay. you go back yeah. to that match where Pentagon Dark took on uh, three of the Black Lotuses yeah, and in she a was three dope. on one gauntless match, yeah, and she yeah, and I tell you what, people, fucking hell, oh. Kyrie Sane and Shayna. It's going to be good. Can, well, this is what I mean. This is where I'm going with it. If people are a bit unsure that she's timid, go fucking watch that match against Darren Pentagon. <laughs> fucking watch the match with Pentagon. Go fucking watch it. Go watch it. 
That, that woman, that woman could stand in that fucking WWE ring and take stiffer fucking bumps than half of them men. Yeah, go and watch any you women. Know. Go and watch any woman in lucha. Amazing. They ain't afraid absolutely to get rough. Absolutely fucking amazing, man. You know, absolutely amazing. And uh, did you know Eva Lee is still on, uh, not under contract with Lucha Underground? I looked the other day. Ugh, why? Man. Why is somebody so, not picking her up? You, you know you're gonna make me. Do I it. don't. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Sexy Star free agents as well. Um, you know what? I know what a lot of people think about Sexy Star. Me personally, I think she's talented. Um, fucking like like we've said previously, there's a lot of shit that goes on in the fucking business. You don't just fucking hate on someone because she made a mistake, and you certainly don't hate on someone that fucking gets criticised and. People like fucking Andre Corbeil, I'm going to give you another mention, you prick. <laughs> call, call for fucking people to be black flagged. Do you know what I mean? Just just because she hurt someone from your fucking, you know, your impact world or impact promotion where something like three weeks fucking later, she's in the ring fucking wrestling. You know what I mean? She didn't hurt her that fucking much, for fuck's sake. <laughs> but, but, but yet you support people that... Do bad shit. You did mention Eva Lease, so I could see that because they have that relationship with Impact, I could see the whole thing. Like you got Diamante with Santana and Ortiz with Conan, and then you got the OGs on the other side. It's Homicide, Hernandez, and Eddie Kingston. I could see Eva Lease put her with the OGs. Eva Lease and Diamante go at it. How awkward does fucking Hernandez look? He's just He's awkward. awkward. He's old. He's in his mid-40s. He's older than Homicide. He's so awkward to look at. I mean, he uses the same fucking facial expression. He uses the same stance. He's achieved nothing in his wrestling career. It, it, he's just... It, do you know what I mean? It, it's a shame because the guy was innovative. He was. You know, very innovative. Probably... You know, like like a lot, right? This, this this is going this is going in another direction. This is like this is like educating the wrestling world on hey, this is what impact wrestling do. They 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 have at their disposal guys that it's like the mafia, guys that they're gonna make or you know are to be made, and then they have another hand of guys that are slightly green, slightly raw. But they've got a shit ton of ability, right? You're Matt Morgans, you know, you're, you're Hernandez's. Um, and then you choose to just give them gimmicks. And I mean, what was that stupid one? He used to come out with fucking, look like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. With fucking green pants on. And oh, he, just well, he was stupid. a part of the security the, in the early days, the security team. Yeah. And it just looks stupid. I mean, Gunner, another one. Who's in NXT now? Who's in NXT now? Yeah, that we still are still yet to see. Mm-hmm. Um, question marks why we still haven't seen him yet because he's got the tools. I think they can um, Dijak do something together because I know they wanted to put well, that together. I said that as well. I told you so. In, in the RWT, what they were going to do with Dijak, they were going to change his name. And they so did. Now they can partner him up with fucking Otis because they called him Dijakovic. What oh. the fucking hell name's that? Ooh, yeah, Tucky. Yeah, Christopher, Christopher Dijakovic. 
Christopher. Couldn't you just call him Dijak? Well, his real name is Chris Dijak, so just leave it. But this is what I'm saying, though, right? This is what I'm saying. We criticise WWE and Vince McMahon on people for constantly leaving people and taking away taking away their names and leaving them with, just, you know what I mean, some sort of name which originally exists. But, I mean, if, you, if you're imagining Don, Chris Dijak now, right, or Donovan Dijak, whatever it is, backstage at any, any promotion, indie promotions, it works, having them being called that. But if you're going to have him backstage, right, and you're going to have him in a segment with someone, and he's going to tell you your name, right, okay, and you're going to want to remember that name. This is me, to see this? This is me fucking drama coming out now. Graduates, graduates, drama graduates, right? But you're 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 gonna wanna you're gonna wanna come across as I'm gonna tell you who I am and then you but you're gonna feel threatened. This your this name is never gonna you know what I mean you're not gonna forget it. So he's gonna go up to someone, put his hand out, grasp the hand, squeeze the hand. My name is Christopher Dijakovic. You're gonna go, what the fuck? <laughs> yes. Or or he's gonna come to him and he's gonna go, call me Dijak. I like that. I like that. You know scenario. what I mean? It's Dijak. It's just Dijak. That's all it needed to be was Dijak. It looks cool. It, it it sounds as if he looks, he looks, he's big, he's stacked, he moves like a freight train, but he moves like a cruiserweight. Dijak sound. It, he's jacked. I like it. Dijak. That's all it needed to be. But no. We're going to fucking make him sound uber fucking Croatian, Eastern European, but we're going to make his first name really fucking longer than Chris. We're going to call it Christopher. And now we're going to make his second name even more impossible to say. We'll call it Dijakovic. <laughs> Who the fuck done that? <laughs> no clue. Um, I got to mention something else about NXT. So this week we also had uh, EC3. That was my favorite segment. He doing the selfie and, you know, giving the dude merch, that you know, was and then... brilliant. He's so good on He's so good sure. at promos, isn't he? He and is good. The funny thing is, having met EC3, that's exactly what he's like. Oh, yeah. EC3? Have you met him? I've met him, yeah. And that's exactly what he's like? Yeah, he's so funny. He's proper down-to-earth with people. Well... I gotta mention people because he got into it with the finest Kona Reeves. I can't stand him. I can't stand him. <laughs> no, I, I really don't like him. I, I, and it's not it's not a dislike, as in a heel dislike. I just think he doesn't look he doesn't look right. Somebody saw he's something. Got, he's got an uncomfortable look about him that he doesn't belong on camera. Hmm. It just reminds me of so many, so many gimmicks yeah. of being rolled into one. I've always found something off about him. him. You know, I, I look at him and I see Tino Sabatelli. I look at him and I see EC3. I look at him and I see Chris Masters. I look at him and I see Eli Drake. I look at, I see, I, I see Del Rio. John Morrison. I see that, honestly, I see that many gimmicks rolled into one and he's just going to fall flat on his face. And it starts with EC3. Do you know what I mean? Mm. He looks shite. He looks so terrible. He, he, he really does look like he's just been dressed by a WWE wardrobe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. EC3 dressed himself. EC3 dressed himself. Yeah, custom suit. He got, he, he got dressed by a woman from a WWE... Fuck, he's probably that fucking broad, the one with the long fucking dark hair that you always used to see in the fucking segments. Ah, uh, the Janice. 
Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's come in and she's just picked out a pair of fucking slacks for him, a fucking top, a T-shirt. Do you know what I mean? They've given him a fucking plastic fucking mobile phone that doesn't fucking work. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, he's got a Casio watch. <laughs> fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's it. That's exactly how he's he, been dressed. He picked, up that, he picked up that watch for eight euros in Spain. Yeah, that's you it. want to buy a watch? Yeah, yeah, sure. Where you go? Yeah. That's what I mean. He, he looks cheap. He looks cheap. He actually looks like you know when you've gone to the they've gone to the development center. Yeah. And they've gone in there as themselves. Right, we need to give you something. We're going to give you a promo to work on. This is what you got. That's exactly what that was. <laughs> EC3 must have thought, what the fuck have I come here for? Well, he even told him to fight him. Preston, he said, fight me. had more about him than this fool. Yeah. Now. On the subject of Braxton Sutter. <laughs> well, he was at the WWE Performance Center this week. You know, they're going to be in Buffalo. So, you know, hey, he's got a tool in Buffalo. So. Fight me. Fight me. Fight me. Fight me. Fight me. <laughs> Besides Braxton, I got to mention another thing with NXT. Adam Cole, baby, has a new opponent coming, and it looks like the man's name is Ricochet. Mm, good. I do like these backstage um, segments that the Undisputed Era do when they're just hanging about. Slagging everyone off. Um, nice touch with Bobby Fish because he's holding that trophy, and they all go to do the hand gesture, and he's like, "I, I can't do it. I'm holding this. I can't do it. I'm holding <laughs> the trophy." <laughs> <laughs> I think they're brilliant, so I do. They're great. And I like the fact that Bobby Fish is injured, but he's still there. Yeah. A lot, you know a lot, a lot, lot. This. A lot like Eddie. They on keeping the group together, don't they? Yeah, a lot like Eddie in the Radicals when he broke his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think yeah. they're brilliant. I do. I just, I just, I love, I love uh, Ra- O'Reilly. I think he's, he's hilarious. Brilliant, Peter Dune, man. Peter Dune. Peter Dune. Peter Peter Dune. Dune. I do agree with one Did... thing Ricochet said, though. I want to see more defenses from Adam Cole. <clears throat> you know, long story short. Sorry about this. You know when they did um, obviously the Velveteen Dream promo. Yeah. Yep. Right. He said he was going to be at Takeover, mm-hmm. but he didn't name his opponent, did he? No. Who is it? Uh, I. Who I, is it? Oilers came out. I didn't read it, but I gotta go. EC3. There's history. He turned on him at the Royal Albert Hall. Why not do EC3 in the Velveteen Dream? Problem there is someone's gonna lose. <laughs> Uh, and I unfortunately think it's going to be the Velveteen Dream. <laughs> and I like both of them, but I think the Velveteen will take another loss. He'll have a, another great performance like he did with Ricochet, and they'll give EC3 well, the win. It doesn't arm him, does it? This is this is. It doesn't. It really does. No, and to be honest, to be honest, I think EC3 needs to go over more because mm-hmm. he hasn't really yeah. hit a high note yet since he's coming to NXT. He's I really good think matches. I really think Velveteen's coming up very very soon anyway. I don't want him to. I, I can't stand the thought of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want. I want to be excited, but at the same time, you know my opinion on the fucking yeah. Oh yeah, because on he, the main product man is just. And it's... I think unfortunately they're going to bring Alistair Black up too. Yeah, it's exactly. Alistair Black. I, Alistair Black is is, is a de- I think it's a definite. I mm-hmm. think it's a definite. This is Vince's um, thinking, though, isn't it? Somebody gets really popular in NXT, so he brings them up, and then he doesn't know what to do with them. Black, black, black will be a merchandise god. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. look at the fucking look at look at the um, 
look at the genres he represents. Do you know what I mean? He, he represents he, rec- he represents cool. He represents golf. He represents metal. He represents rock. It, do you know what I mean? Vikings. It, it, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Vikings. Yeah, uh, the dead. <laughs> it's it just, it's just, it's just, it's just so cool. It's just so cool. Um, I don't worry about black as much as I do velvety, mm. because I just know velvety. You know, I'm going to say it again. He's black. And also, we right, saw that inside the I can breeze. hear a lot of people not, and I want people to understand this. With, 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 do you know what I mean? What I'm getting at here. Yeah. It's not me. It's not me. It's, it's, it's the political incorrectness that is the world that is the WWE. He's black, and he's dressed like he's homosexual. Now, am, am I right in saying that? Right. I want Mike to back me here. Mm-hmm. America's not the most politically correct country in the world for color of your skin and the uh, Sex. sexuality in, 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 in areas. He's butchers right on that, and for the second week in a row, I'd like to apologize. <laughs> you know? Don't fuck well, apologize. look, look at the press. Shit like that worries well, yeah. me, you know. Shit like that worries me because Tyler Breeze wasn't too successful. No. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about the same Tyler Breeze that was knocking him out the fucking park like Velveteen is. Yeah. Jushin now, Thunder Liger, hello. Yeah. It was, am, am I not wrong in saying that Velveteen Dream, not Velveteen and Tyler Breeze represent probably the same sort of character? Well, yeah, there's a yeah. lot of And, boy, and they too. were both putting out similar matches. You know, Tyler Breeze was having great matches before he came up. Yeah. And then click of the finger, and he was buried in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat, you know? Um, I worry. I do worry for, for for Velveteen because I don't think he will be perceived well by the Mickey Mouse Entertainment fans. Um, or by Vince. He's an indie darling. He's an indie darling. Now, I love... I, I, I tell you, my eyes have opened so much towards the indie indie product and that 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 comes out of the indie because they they represent they represent everything that is professional wrestling correctly Vince McMahon doesn't represent the product that he that, that he pretends to want do you know what I mean and that's for me Alistair Black I think will be alright because of his character and what he represents Black I'm not too sure. Lars, the likes of Lars Sullivan, he'll be fine because he's a freight train and he's huge. You know, black, I worry. I worry and I don't want to worry. And I, I just, I, I can just, I can just hear my, my voice next year. I can hear it already ranting and fucking raving and another loss and another loss and another loss and another loss. Yeah. Well, and slowly, slowly changing into James Ellsworth. <laughs> well, there is one thing I also do have to mention as well. Well, two things. You mentioned Velveteen Dream. His former tag team partner, as Butcher brought up about the Indies, his former tag team partner just main evented 205 this week, Leo <coughs> Rush, Kira Tozawa. So Leo Rush. Good match. It was. It was very good. Mm-hmm. And now 
now we're going to see a lot more on that front. Uh, TJP and Noam Dar. Noam Dar, who's now the UK champion number one contender. Wow. He has a future. Good. Yeah. Well, I've got an issue with that. I've got an issue with that. Right. Noam Dar mm-hmm. wins. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then loses to TJP. He beats him in 30 seconds, and then they have oh, the competitive fuck, match. Fuck. Loses. Yep. You fucking serious? You're going to have the, the contender for Pete Dunne's title. Mm-hmm. Lose to TJP in 30 seconds. Well, TJP beat, lost to Noam Dar in 30 seconds, and this week they had the competitive match, which I was like, okay, so you have oh, the competitive yeah, match. Yeah. yeah, but come on. Still, Seriously. I know. TJP. Yep, TJP. TJP. Well, they're doing the match next week. It's TJP, Jugulak, uh, Hideo Itami, and Mustafa Ali, and the winner is the uh, next opponent for Cedric Alexander. Gotta be Gugulak. I hope it's Gulak. Gulak friggin' squashed Danny Garcia this week in three moves. It's gotta My be God. Gulak. It has to be Gulak. It has to be Gulak. And if I'm honest, you, you've got to put the title on him. You have to I put would. the title on him. I would. Gulak's an absolute god. Gulak's a submission submission machine. Mm-hmm. And and if anything, he, I'm going to, I'm going to say it. I would see it. He's been carrying that that promotion for the last last twelve months. Oh yeah. Even he when did. even when he was paired with Enzo, he made he made he made the unwatchable watchable. <sighs> Don't you, get you, me you watched it. You watched it for Gula. Yeah. You, you did. didn't watch it for Enzo or anyone else or um uh Tony Nice. Tony yeah. Nice was actually quite funny though. He was honest. and he's fighting Colisto again next week. Talk, talking about the fact that he hasn't got six abs, he's got eight. <laughs> he's great. You know. Um but yeah, you know what I mean. True, true Gulak. But it's nice to see that Gulak's got back to his original character, the original person that took part in the original, the first CWC. So you've got the, do you know what I mean? No longer a, you know what I mean, a laughing stock. He's he's there, he's there for business. You know, so let's let's oh. see. I'm not a big Alexander fan. Mm-hmm. I, you know me, I, I, I don't like the nicey, nicey, smiley, smiley people. I just, I want them to get the shit kicked out of them. And Gulak's just, oh, he's brilliant. Give the man his dues, man. Give the man his title. Uh, two things that also come out of that, and I definitely want to see Cedric and Gulak. Well, he did mention Enzo Amore, who Simon Gotch thinks is a walking abortion. Yeah, so, fantastic. <laughs> so. Apparently, well, one has to do with New Japan. This will do with Enzo. Apparently, there's a verbal agreement, and I use that in quotations, that him and Impact Wrestling have a verbal agreement. Oh, well, sorry, I don't watch it. <laughs> Thank you. And number two, New Japan talent Taiji Ishimori is going to be wrestling at Slammiversary this coming Sunday against Phoenix, Johnny I Impact. I don't get that. Well, that's probably a Don Callis thing, because, well, Don Callis... That's what I'm saying. Uh, unless he isn't actually, co- do you know what I mean? Not fully contracted. I don't know. I don't yeah. know how that would work. Well, they were trying to get Jeff Cobb, and I think Jeff Cobb is going straight to New Japan. Right. Jeff Cobb's got brains there. Yes, and he's also doing ICW next week. So that's- what is Ishimori? The fact is that Ishimori doesn't speak any English. He's probably been told that he's going somewhere. He's going to turn up, and he's going to go. And he's going to go Oh no! <laughs> it's yep. you. 
and you. Oh no, I thought God, I thought I got away from here. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what it is. Impact. Oh no. Dude, you know I gotta mention it. Eddie Edwards and Tommy Dreamer too. Fucking Tommy Dreamer. You think I'm fucking your wife? Do you see what I look like? Uh, fucking Tommy Dreamer. So Tommy Dreamer's the Tommy Dreamer's like the old Hogan's of the this of this era as well. He's another one that just doesn't want to walk away. You know what I mean? Sits there cutting his stupid fucking promos about, you know what I mean? Dude, I've seen what it can happen, man. I've seen what all them bumps do. My friends. But yeah, he takes the bumps himself. Fucking exactly. hypocrite. Yeah. And then you hypocrite. have then you have Tommy. Tommy. Mm. That no. That doesn't help. And I fully hope that Sammy Callahan gets his ass shaved bald this Sunday against Pentagon Jr. Nice. Mm. Well, there we go. <laughs> That's it for this week. Uh, you can catch me at Dazzy NWP. The Butcher can tell you where to find him. Um. Um. Oh, oh at Six Nine Butcher. Um. Uh. Yeah, and with Dazzy, we're doing stuff and things. We're doing stuff and things. <laughs> and Mike, what do you have for the listeners? At SM Show 1 or at MCL92 on the Evil Twitter machine, SoundCloud, MC Larkin 92 uh, You can check me out, RWT Podcast, each and every week. Uh, the Future is Now, Episode 4, will be out this week as I took take a look at this past week's 205 NXT. Uh, lots of interviews coming with one, including the son of the late, great Brian Pillman, Mr. Brian Pillman Jr. So uh, stay tuned. Awesome. I could we bring a new segment as well? I reckon we bring a new segment. I quite like that old that Owen Hart thing. Yeah, quite like that Owen Hart thing. So I think maybe we should start a new segment on who the people want us to talk about on this memories and stuff. I don't know. I like it. Just, I like just, that. Just not Hulk Hogan. No, <laughs> I ain't doing nothing on fucking Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and remember, people. Promo Slam 3 comes your way August 18th with a special pre-show on the 17th as Mike defends the Knowledge Championship and we talk NXT TakeOver Brooklyn and SummerSlam. And I just like Brooklyn. bringing the hood to you. And I'd just like to add, unlike Brock Lesnar, you won't have to force me to be there. I will be there. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to send an advocate to speak for you. No. When the I'm de- just when, an advocate. When the I'm deal was, you show up. I show up. Uh, also, you know where to find us on social media at Max Racing UK, Max Racing Interactive on Facebook, and we're also on SoundCloud, YouTube, and iTunes. Don't forget our website, maxwrestling.net, for all your Max Racing needs, including Max Racing shows and Max Racing everything. It's just Max Racing. Also, our other it's... shows are on there. They are screen gems. Our other shows are also on there. They do include Screen Gems and Throne Zone. A uh, new Screen Gem coming for you very soon where Butcher and I will be taking a look at the first two Terminators from James Cameron as we continue Arnie season. I love that theme. Kyle! 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 What year? 
Lisa. And join us next week. Uh, we may have... Because you told me to. <laughs> I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. <laughs> That's a teaser. <laughs> Uh, we may take a look at uh, Holy Shit, We're Still in Business, a.k.a. Slammiversary next week. Um, we'll also be taking... Hey, huh? hey. I ain't fucking covering that. I said may. <laughs> I said may. May. Give me a good infringement, man. Dude. You, you just stole my words. Yeah, but you're on the show. I know, that's true. <laughs> I said may. I don't even know what the freaking matches are. Um, oh. No, no, I'm we're not doing a lot of gimmick. We're doing a lot of gimmick infringements on this fucking show, and many. That Mike the other week fucking thinking to me, 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 me best deal on the business. Shit. Sorry. Oh, gimmick infringement. <laughs> okay. All right. Wrestle about. Wrestle about. <laughs> All right. Now, I'm just gonna say this right now because I'm. We'll just get this out of the way. I'm not. We're not doing predictions. I'll just run you down the card very briefly. But if this is a pay per view that you expect people to pay forty bucks on. Can you? No, can you do it in less one. than sixty seconds? Could you, could you sell it me? Could you sell this me? Now this this is a hard thing to do. Okay. Could you sell it me for under ten bucks? Right. Yeah. Now that's ten bucks. That's the Harry Potter books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> just just sell it me for under ten bucks. Well, Go on, Mike. They... Sell it. Sell it. You're the marketing that... guy now, employed by Impact Wrestling. That's just under seven pound. Well, you okay. gotta make my music. Play, play Mike's music, please. 60 seconds, man. 60 seconds. Impact in three, two, one. All right, people. This Sunday, we got Slammiversary. We got Tessa Blanchard versus Ali. We got the Latin American Exchange versus the OGs, Homicide and Hernandez. King Conan tossed the salad essay. It's Pandemonium 5150 Street Fight. Then we got Mr. Charisma himself, the psychotic Eddie Edwards against Tommy Dreamer. Tommy! That's a hardcore rule. Then we got a four-way high-octane aerial assault match at Phoenix. Represent Lucha Underground. We got Johnny Impact, who's back jacked versus Rich Swan. Can you handle this? Welcome to the party at Taiji Ishimori. Then we got Pentagon Jr. Saddle Miedo against Sammy Callahan. Everything. Thumbs down, motherfucker. You're getting your head shaved. Then we got Matt Seidel versus Brian Cage for the X Division Championship. Matt Seidel with his third eye. Bye to your X Division Championship, Brian Cage. Then we got Sue Young versus Madison Rain. You're so vain, you probably think this song is about you. Well, it is, bitch, because you're not winning the title. Then we got Austin Aries versus Moose. What about the Moose? Mr. Impact, bruh, you only been there for two years. Austin Aries and Moose, Impact World Championship, Slammiversary. Oh, my God, 16 years. Holy shit, we're still in business. Yeah. I think uh, I would buy it. Mm, very, very close. Uh, do you know what? I think I would buy it for under ten bucks. I would too. Only if Mike I, did I that would. promo, though. I would. It's, <laughs> it's not. I got to be honest. No, no. We're listening to it. I mean, is the OGs with a Z or an S? It's O G Z. So it's Ogs. Right, okay, okay, okay. Ogs. Yeah, I'm not too, not too happy about that. I mean, I'll be honest. Um, so I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to. To be the... honest with you, that's not a bad pay per view. It's not. I think it's just it's the not. fact that it's Impact Wrestling turns people. Yeah, away. I think that's what it is. I mean, people are currently... Pentagon versus Callahan, regardless whether you like him or not, mm-hmm. will be fucking decent. Oh yeah, the the, four... uh, the Fatal Four Way, mm-hmm. pretty good. LAX, jeez. Uh, I don't see the point. Fuck you. When you've got to bring Madison Rain when she left the company 
to take on someone as innovative as Sue Young, mm-hmm. that shows desperation. Yeah. You know, it, that shows desperation. And Aries and Moose, that's, as I even said on another podcast, it's an underwhelming main event. I don't care about that match. No, I don't. I don't care about Austin Aries. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. I don't. I definitely don't care about Moose. And Tessa Blanchard and Allie, that just screams, we couldn't get Tessa in WWE, so she signed the long-term deal, and now we're going to see more of her there. <laughs> I mean, the fact that Austin Aries, the fact that Austin Aries has lost lost his love interest, I mean, dude, that shows how boring you've become, man, when you can't keep all the da. Well, and how bitter can you be? Congratulations to my ex-girlfriend. Like, fuck you, bro. Fuck you, bro. This is the longest intro we've ever done. Outro we've ever done. It's amazing intro, I've, isn't it? It's amazing. I've got Vince in my ear shouting, wrap it up. Wrap it up, God, God. <laughs> you think it says The Rock? Mr. T, we get it. You love your mama. Now let's send Kane on there. Kane, try to get him off the stage. Oh, am I done? Well, there you go, people. You may be surprised next week, and there may be some Slammiversary coverage. People are currently scrolling up on Facebook or SoundCloud going, is this definitely Max Wrestling? Yes, it is. (laughs) And we must now bid you adieu. (laughs) Goodbye. And good night. Bang! Are you kidding me?